0: This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio.
1: It is the Friday Feeling Daily Lunch and we make magazines accessible for you here. That's what we do. And today it is the turn of NME Magazine. I love NME. Get all the latest music news about bands or singers. And we have, we're starting off with a bit of a, a sad story today, Nina, aren't we? It's all about the band Viola Beach.
0: Yes, the Swedish crash investigators have clarified comments made earlier uh, yesterday, March the 10th, that had seemed to suggest they believed the crash uh, that killed Warrington Band, Biola Beach, was deliberate. The Warrington Band were on a tour when their car plummeted from a bridge into a canal 18 miles away from the Swedish capital, Stockholm, on February the 13th, killing all four members of the band, Chris Leonard, River Reeves, Thomas Lowe and Jack Dakin, and their manager, Craig Tarry. Police have yet to reveal who was driving at the time. Local media sources earlier today had seemed to suggest that the driver had intended the crash, with reports in Sweden uh, publication Aftonbladet, quoting investigator Lars Berylund as saying... We can't find any secondary explanation. It looked like the driver acted deliberately. Berland has since clarified these comments in an interview with The Mirror, who quote him as saying... I have not suggested that the driver was doing this in order to kill himself or the band. I said he was making a move from the right lane to the left lane and that was not accidental. We can see the brake lights. His intention was to stop the car, but maybe his speed was too high and it was too late. Berland had earlier been reported as saying the driver overtook parked vehicles using an off-limits part of the bridge. It's not natural to carry on driving if there's a stop sign, parked cars and blinking red lights. Afton Vladat also claims to have seen CCTV footage of the incident, which they have since reconstructed. Police had already stated they that they do not believe drink or drugs to be involved in the accident.
1: Mm, That is a very sad story. And I guess Mm. that we we just won't ever really know the truth because you're not going to be able to get inside that car again or inside the minds of the people that were driving it. So we can, you know, speculate all we like, but that can Mm. sometimes be a little bit dangerous to start rumours or speculation. So, yeah, it was nice to get a bit of clarification there from the media and the spokespeople about exactly what they were saying because it's very sad to see such a young, promising band like that taken away so early.
0: Yeah, exactly. Really sad.
1: But I know you you did very well with some of the Swedish pronunciations (laughs) of the names there because I know that you've been to Sweden and you've got a bit of Swedish heritage. But the thing that I remember hearing in the media was about the style of bridge that it was. When you've been in Sweden, have you seen any of these bridges? Because I think it was quite confusing that it didn't actually look like it was a bridge that was up it just you know know. you've you've not encountered these when you've been in sweden no i
0: haven't Mm. seen the actual bridge they're talking about Mm. but i know that when they do have bridges that Mm. uh, open and shut it's extremely clear that you and not to go any further. Yeah,
1: it's well signposted, yeah. it's well signposted. Yeah. So it yeah. does seem a little bit mysterious why this this accident happened, but it is still under investigation mm. and I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the future. We are featuring articles from NME Magazine today on The Daily Lunch with my guest Nina Phillips. And Nina, now we've got a story about Blur frontman Damon Albin.
0: Blur frontman Damon Albun has shared his thoughts on Kanye West in a recent interview, saying he would rather people be more like the rapper. In the back and forth chat, the Gorillaz man explained why he doesn't use social media. The first thing about social media is that it draws you into what you are at that moment and doesn't let you go, especially when people respond to it, Alban said. He continued, that's why I stay away from it, because I don't want to be restricted by something I said last night when I was drunk. I'm sure I would be in so much trouble, if you use social media, because I uh, I have some quite strong opinions on occasion. Asked whether Kanye West should take a more Damon approach to social media, Alban responded, Well, I've known Kanye since he first arrived. Some of his ideas are brilliant. Some of them are really bad, but that doesn't matter. He's interesting, definitely. I'd rather people were like that than just really safe. If I somehow ended up managing Kanye West, God, I'd definitely start with a nice cup of tea and a piece of cake. Then I'd take it from there, he said. Admitting that he has not yet heard West's latest album, The Life of Pablo Alban, seemed unimpressed to hear that it was only available exclusively through Jay-Z's Tidal Music Streaming Service. He's put it on Tidal, has he? Alban asked that's probably not the best place for it
1: mm, yes I think he's got his tongue firmly in his cheek saying some of those things yes Tidal hasn't been the success that a lot of the people launching it thought it would be it was supposed um, to be a music streaming service yet yeah, to be in competition with the likes of Spotify and iTunes and that ah. sort of thing but it hasn't done very well but Kanye West he's good value isn't he he's good entertainment yeah,
0: he is good entertainment always, it's true
1: always says something amusing he's very outspoken and, and so is Damon Albarn, so I think mm. the two of them uh, uh, yeah, great for the media to, to have these sort of chats. But I remember seeing something last week. Uh, I think it was quite old news, but it only came to my attention last week, Nina. It was all about Kanye West releasing some fashion, some clothes that he had designed, and it was just a plain white T-shirt. It looked, no. like, it looked like anything that you could just buy in Primark. It didn't Aww. have a special collar. It didn't have a special neck or arm. <laughs> it was the most basic white t-shirt but it sold out and it sold like hotcakes at quite a price simply because Kanye West had designed it
0: oh ridiculous it just is
1: that you put a famous name on something and people go crazy for it Mm. anyway Nina we are making magazine articles from NME accessible and this third one is it's it's sad it's sad news but it's also tickles my funny bone a little bit a good one for the Friday feeling
0: George R.R. R. Martin, the author behind the Game of Thrones novels, has paid tribute to the Beatles' late producer George Martin after many fans mistakenly thought it was the writer who had recently died. Sir George Martin, widely referred to as the Fifth Beatle, passed away at the age of 90 on Tuesday. Following his death, Paul McCartney, Ringo Ringo Starr and others have paid tribute. Martin worked with the Beatles from their earliest days and was the man who gave them their first record deal in 1962. He recorded with the band starting with Love Me Do and continued with them until 1969's Abbey Road. However, As the news broke, many appeared to mix up the two individuals with one Twitter user writing, OMG, George Martin is dead, question mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Game of Thrones will never get an ending. Made aware of the case of mistaken identity, novelist Martin posted an official statement to his blog writing, while it is strangely moving to realise that so many people around the world care so deeply about my life and death, I have to go with Mark Twain and insist that the rumours of my death have been greatly exaggerated. It was Sir George Martin of Beatles fame who passed away. Not me, he added. Paying tribute to the Beatles producer, Martin wrote, he will be missed. I never met Sir George. I did meet Paul McCartney once for about a minute while waiting for the valet to bring my rental car up to the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills. But like many millions of others... I love the Beatles and Martin's contribution to their music is worthy of recognition and honour. As for me, I am still here, still writing, still editing, still going to the movies and reading books. And I expect to hang around for quite a while yet. Thank you very much. But thank you all for caring.
1: Mm, I was very (laughs) sad at the news of George Martin's passing during the week, but still something about that tickles my funny bone. I find it (laughs) really amusing. You have to pay attention to details. It's those two middle initials, RR, that make all the difference. Exactly. (laughs) But it, it strikes me as, yeah, a typical internet mistake. A lot of these things just gather pace on the internet. They just spread like wildfire. Yeah. And, yeah, you need to check the small print. Pay attention to details because it was George Martin, producer of the Beatles, not the Game of Thrones author George R.R. Martin, who passed away during the week. Anyway, Nina, thank you so much for taking us through those articles from NME Magazine. It's a great magazine with a great website. Uh, It's fully accessible and you can visit it at nme.com.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out InsightRadio.co.uk.